0: Welcome to Drinking During Business Hours, Season 2, Episode 8. Jimmy Shin, the comedian and actor, he's our guest today. Graduate of California Western School of Law. So, studying to be a lawyer, graduated from California Western School of Law only to realize that he didn't want to be a lawyer, much to his father's chagrin. Can you imagine that conversation? You can put your kid through law school only for him to tell you that he wants to be a comedian. Wow. Uh, He really had quite an interesting journey along the way. Um, But today he's actually very, very successful. Now he has his father's full approval. Uh, That didn't really start until he became a regular on The Tonight Show and Jimmy Kimmel Live. He's a regular at The Laugh Factory, Hollywood Improv, The Comedy Store. And he has his own show at The Comedy Store, a really great show Jimmy Shin's Shindig Show, and it's at the Belly Room, 7.30 on Fridays. That's how I know Jimmy. I'm a regular on his show, and it's a, it's fantastic, great, eclectic lineup of awesome comics. If you're ever rolling through L.A., make sure you stop by. And since this interview, I'm so happy for him. He just filmed his first Netflix special at the Roxy Theater and wow, is that going to be great? That's every comic's dream, I'm just elated for him. He's also been in a bunch of huge films, and I'll I'll let him, I don't want to be the total spoiler alert, I'll let him talk about his films. And this episode is sponsored by Jean-Max Sincer from the Loire France. It's known for its fruity freshness and finesse on the palette, pale gold in color with an intense, complex bouquet reminiscent of flowers. Here's our episode with Jimmy Shen jimmy shin welcome to drinking during business hours
1: hey thanks for having me
0: hey thank you very much for taking time out of your very busy schedule to be here you are a very hard worker constantly at this comedy venue that comedy venue but i want to start with um your background is really fascinating to me because you actually Went to law school.
1: Went to law school. Yeah, yeah. in a
0: what Western University? California was it? Western it, okay. School of
1: Law in San Diego.
0: Shit. Yeah, I'm. I'm just fascinated with the dichotomy of 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 you know wanting to be a lawyer and going that distance and mm-hmm. then just completely switching and becoming you know a, a renowned comic. Right. And uh, so, tell us about that. What What was your um, how, did you, how did you get into law school? How, how did you decide to, to study?
1: Well, like a lot of Asians, I have very uh, traditional parents.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> and,
1: you know, my dad would basically brainwash me since Shoot. I was a little kid that I wanted to be a lawyer. And wow. in my childhood room, even when I go back to this day, there's like a vision board that says James Shin. I used to go by James back Okay, then. okay. As part of that Shin. conventional
0: indoctrination. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs>
1: James sounds more like a legit lawyer than a Jim. <laughs> oh,
0: man, so, they started early. Like, how old are you at this point? Yeah, like, I'm like,
1: literally like seven years oh my old. God. I have this in my room. And it's intense. It's a vision board, but it's I didn't make the vision board. Yeah, your <laughs> he dad. made the vision board. <laughs> oh my goodness! And so like I
0: mean, I'm all for vision boards. Yeah, I really am. Yeah, exactly. I, I have them, um, you know, intermittently throughout my life when I'm feeling right. blue. <laughs> but
1: it's important to have <laughs> but, it be yours. Yeah, yeah. Like no. don't have anyone you else have to do have your. Yeah, exactly. Board.
0: That's so funny. Yeah. So he had James Shen.
1: Yeah, attorney at law.
0: Attorney at law. And
1: so you know, since seven. I was a little kid, I was just on that course. Wow. And because I was. You know, pretty smart in school. I was able to get into law school. Yeah, and I got to tell you, I was pretty miserable.
0: So, wait, you kind of strike me as someone with a really high GPA. Did it? Was it pretty effortless for you?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was the kind of guy that you know could party. You know, with yeah. all my friends oh, on the weekends, you made me so and then, jealous. yeah, and then somehow like pull off the A's. Yeah,
0: just like your that just guy. like your damn comedy. You make it look so effortless. <laughs> We're going to talk about that in a bit. But what did your parents do? Like, wait, was your father a lawyer?
1: My dad wasn't a lawyer, but I think that was his dream okay. um, to become a lawyer. Uh, and so, you know, he just basically was pushing me t- towards that direction and where my did, whole life.
0: where did they come from?
1: They where, kept, we come from uh, so South Korea.
0: South Korea. Yeah, yeah we immigrated
1: yeah. over here when I was four years old. Oh. And so there's that, too. It's kind of yeah. like having Jewish parents. They yes. put a lot of guilt there's upon that. you. Like, <laughs> I'll do all this for you. Yeah. Pay for your school, but you got to listen to <laughs> us. Because we sacrificed all this stuff for you.
0: That's a big that. Yeah. And so you felt probably like you wanted to make them happy. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I felt obligated, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, and then I was so far in by the time, you know, I was kind of upset when I got my SAT scores back and they were good. Oh like, yeah, you're like oh, I got man, no excuse but I, but to I, not go. But I was so
0: hungover when I took this <laughs> <Exactly>. exam. <laughs>
1: exactly. You know me well oh, already.
0: Man. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, so now you get into law school and what was it? Did you kind of party in law school I too? I kind of
1: partied in law school. God, I was like man. a total stoner. Wow. Guy that got, they almost just got stoned like, every day. Yeah. Well, not like, straight days. you like, know, I got by got but, by but sometimes i do wonder if i maybe really put in my all what would have happened but yeah who cares because i'm on the right course now you know
0: yeah imagine that so um so you graduate though you do go the full i, I mean a lot of people drop out now. they realize that they don't want to do it and you know those are like kind of rebellious years anyway yeah
1: i kind of had some help from the universe in making that decision to not take the bar and, and so go the full length, the just to explain, yeah. I can talk about it cause I'm far away from it now. Yeah. But basically while I was in law school, I was selling pot <laughs> 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 by the fucking pounds. And, and oh this God. was in San Diego. So there's, script, you know, okay. Okay. <laughs> there's no, you know, no lack of customers, you know, that's just full of surfers and college students. Wow. And so I was selling pounds and pounds of weed from, from Canada cause I'm from Seattle. And so I, uh, finally, I, I actually ended up getting busted. And back then, it was a felony. To, yeah, it to, was. Um, yeah. yeah, and so a serious one. Yeah, it was that. a serious felony. It was like almost was like, like do caught with cocaine or something. Yeah. And so um, I ended up actually, you know, getting off those charges, but being on probation. But it's a, a big flag for the bar association. Why did you have this felony? Mm. And so I remember at that time, you know. Um, I still thought I wanted to be a lawyer. And so I was studying for the bar. I was getting signatures from um, you know, meetings and whatnot. Yeah. Got got letters from people, you know, saying, you know, what a good guy I am and he's recovered <laughs> and all this stuff. Well, I went in front of the bar association and they actually said no. Oh. And honestly, at that time, it was like the worst thing that ever could happen because I was yeah. so invested in it. Yeah. My parents were, you know, so counting on me becoming a lawyer. Yeah. Like, and they've invested so much in me, right? Right, right. And so it was just devastating because I was like, felt like I was doing all the right things. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, I was sober at the time. Yeah. Um, so you, is this, yeah, I was even yeah. going yeah. to church, praying, oh, you know wow. what I mean? Yeah. And so it was like. You know, why God, you know, I'm doing yeah, everything yeah. right. You,
0: you it, a good am time I not being
1: able to get into the bar? Redeeming yourself
0: or thinking you're redeeming yeah, yourself? Because I guarantee yeah. there's
1: some pot smoking, because this is yeah. Seattle we're talking about. Yeah. There's some crystal rubbing, pot smoking people oh, <laughs> that are time, sitting man. in the in oh, on the yeah. bar right now, Come right? Come on, of course. So, so I was like, wow, that's so hypocritical. So I went on this tailspin. Okay. You know, um, fast forward over 10 years today. I'm doing what I love for a living. yeah, I'm doing it with all my friends, yeah. and because of that denial, it's it was the best thing that ever happened That's, to me because I found my Dharma, I found my purpose. that
0: is usually how it works. yeah, it, it's uh, that was just a gigantic blessing. yeah. um, so you so now you're sober, you're um you 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 can't take the bar, and how did you know that you were funny? Because, I mean, you were the party guy, right? Usually right. the party guy is mm-hmm, funny.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, during that time, um, I sort of just got dared to do do a uh, open mic. Oh. And I remember the first time I did it like it was yesterday because I just blacked out when I was up there. It's <laughs> scary. And, I, and all I remember is hearing a bunch of laughs, laughs and then everyone saying how great it was. And I was just so high, like, you know, oh, off oh, of, that off euphoria. of getting, Yeah, the yeah. euphoria of that first time, right? It's addictive. Right? That's the um, ultimate
0: drug for it is, yeah
1: yeah and that's I'm what i'm really addicted yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's so addicting right? <laughs> and um yeah, I always say it's the purest drug out there. <laughs> it's the purest drug,
0: and, and but I'm impressed that your first open mic, you were actually good. It doesn't usually go that way. Well, I don't
1: remember, so I can't say <laughs> okay, that I was good right. or not. But my but, friends, you know, as you know, were, were very supportive. Can be supportive. Yeah, friends and, are. Um, yeah, but but the point and, is, I enjoyed it. Yeah. The point is, I, I really liked it.
0: Ah. You know. So now you so find this new thing.
1: Found and, this new thing, and, and, and then, it just started off as a little seed, right? Yeah. Of that one. You know, sort of positive event, yeah. and then all of a sudden, you know, um, it took over my whole life, pretty much. And today, it's like I live and breathe. You,
0: you know, live I, and breathe you know, it. Br- you embody yeah. it full mm-hmm. force. You yeah. are a force to be it. reckoned. I teach. Oh, I as didn't well. realize you were yeah. teaching. Yeah. Okay. Um, you. Uh, so you're doing open mics. You, but you really had. I mean, you've been on the Tonight Show a, mm-hmm. sh- a ton of times. And yeah. so how did that come about? How um, it's and, interesting because and what, what, who was the host? Was back it? Then
1: it was Jay Leno. Jay Leno. It was like man. his last year. Fantastic. And I was on there like four times. Wow. But, um, let me give you a little background on this. Um, after I moved to, to, to L.A. from Seattle and told my parents I wanted to pursue comedy and be an actor. Dad? Yeah. My dad used to be just the thorn in my side. Oh, I can't he would even call tell. me literally yeah. every day like, you suck. Like <laughs> when are you gonna move home? <laughs> you know, why don't you get married? Why are you no kids? So he's got the dialect. He's got the you know, like, oh, like, shit, like got he got knew the... I wasn't gay, but he'd oh, want to just man. mess with me and get and, oh. and, and and so he would do that every day. But recently oh, he headed. found Facebook and he saw me on um On uh, Jay Leno, and, you know, sees me, you know, on TV, so it becomes real for him. And then he sees that I'm on Facebook, you know, doing all these shows and everything in L.A. and Uh everywhere else, and now he posts on my wall I'm still in broken English though. You are number one comedian in the world. <laughs> and then I get oh. kind of embarrassed and I'm still a little mad. Then so I delete it, it, it. Right. but I do thumbs up at first cause he gets that notification and he hasn't figured oh. out how to get on my page. Oh, my thank profile God. Page. Yeah. No, I've, so. I've blocked
0: my relatives. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing, but no, you know, he's, is, he's but you then know, but, I get yeah. over it though. Cause yeah. I, like I've learned to get over it because it's an, artist I realized that I just have to not think about it and block it out of my mind mm-hmm. you know when I'm on stage whomever is there mm-hmm. I have to not you know if it's my grandma if it's my you know if it's uh, I don't know if conservative people whatever like mm-hmm. I my dad you know I just I'm like no I'm just gonna block that out and I'm gonna do my thing yeah. and I just have to really this is my time to really be me yeah You know, so now I allow them to write whatever the hell they want to write on my, you know, on my Facebook, and it it is what it is, and it's kind of funny. Like I would love to read your grammar, though. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm from Flint. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. Good point. (laughs) I don't even have good grammar. I'm still learning English. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) um, So now, like, so you're on the. What's Jay Leno like?
1: Jay Leno was. He actually came up. He was so gracious. And he came, after I did my set, he came up to me and said, You're very funny. Ah, which back in the day, ah. you know, during Carson, that would have made your career. Oh, yeah. And so honestly, I thought, Oh, He's yeah, thought after, after, done, after uh, the Tonight Show, I'm, yeah. you know, going to get that it. sitcom. I'm going to make it, you know. Shit, yes. And to be honest, like for a while, it was just flat after that, really? which was weird because the people tell you, you do the Tonight Show and it can make your career. But times have changed. And that's have what I'm Have they? Because I,
0: I'm, I, see, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. would think that that yeah. would be kind of the beginning. Of a, yeah. of a a different kind of catapult,
1: yeah. you know? Well, of they a, say it's, the, the headliners jokingly say at the comedy store that it's easier to get on The Tonight Show than it is to have, to get on the main room,
0: yeah. At the comedy store <laughs> nowadays. Oh, so man. that just is
1: a, is a sort of yeah. reflection of of the times. Right?
0: Wow, yeah, um, it's it's ever changing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you and you also won um, a, a a very renowned comedy festival in mm-hmm. Seattle mm-hmm. too. That was kind of a big thing. With,
1: I actually didn't win it. Oh, okay. I, I got the I, honor of rookie okay. comedian. It was my well, first year of comedy. Shit. And so you I know, mean, and and to have the producer actually take me aside and say you have something here. Yeah. You know, you should, you know, keep on developing and then try your hand in in LA. And so, yeah, it was it's still very encouraging, but I did not win it.
0: <laughs> I'm uh, um but still that's that's really um a big achievement yeah. and for it to only be doing it for one year mm-hmm. and to be at that level. Um this show is really I like to emphasize the journey mm-hmm. of the artist. So I'm just curious about the work that it took. Mm-hmm. to get to that level mm-hmm. you know you knew at the at that point that you wanted to be a comedian what did that were you just in your house locked in your apartment ordering in pacing crying were you like it, it me were you curled that up line- in a ball? It, it wasn't really that, <laughs>
1: that linear to be honest <laughs> okay yeah I've, I've done a bunch of other stuff in between had some day jobs and stuff okay. like that in the beginning it was just more of a hobby i never thought that honestly that i was gonna really? you know make a living on it or anything okay. like that i didn't um, it was something that I really enjoyed uh-huh. and balanced out because I was doing real estate at the time when oh. it was really booming okay. in Seattle. Yeah, and so and those um, were the
0: years when the, real estate was booming almost everywhere, everywhere except before for Flint. crash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, before the crash. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's never booming in Flint. Uh, <laughs> 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 the, the, the one investment property I own in Flint just keeps hemorrhaging. Just hemorrhaging. Just like not enough band aids. Okay, it'll, so, yeah. it'll get there. <laughs> that's they're, they're gonna run out of land told some that for point, 15 years now in Michigan.
1: <laughs> you know, that's yeah. the only place left uh, of land yeah you, so. you just would fix the water i just could
0: be i just want a glass of water <laughs> when i go home um so you're um uh so it wasn't you're in real estate and yeah. you're doing
1: but, it you know maybe twice a week okay. open mics oh you all know, right do, doing some local shows as a feature here and there but it you know it doesn't bring in that much money you no, know, you can't make a living on it for years and years. No, no. and so, um, but I did just get lucky, and you know, got with a couple agencies like management companies up in okay. the northwest, um, Portland Night and Day, and Odyssey Entertainment, and they were able to send me out as a feature, like on the weekends almost every week for for a while. That's and so really that's where impressive. I really learned.
0: That's when you learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like for me, I learned by jumping in, mm-hmm. and I kind of go out like when I probably shouldn't go out Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know but and yeah I make a fool of myself whatever but that's the ultimate that's how I've done everything Mm -hmm. you know how long have you been doing it? I've been doing comedy really seriously for two and a half years okay and I've been an entertainer intermittently for about twenty. Yeah. Um. But but like really seriously, where I like you know, mm-hmm. um, quit the previous career and yeah. just really wanted to focus on this. And it's mm-hmm. it's been a roller coaster, a roller coaster of emotions, and mm-hmm. and um and finding that discipline, uh, to to put in the work and to get better.
1: Sure.
0: Uh. So that's I I'm always really interested to hear about comics. So other how did you first and, get in it? Well, I got in it I was um doing improv in New York City in the 90s. Oh, I could see that. And mm-hmm. and that was kind of my thing and um and I was just doing like soap work and just like you know silly jobs and um I felt really underaccomplished at tw- I was 26 and I felt like I was old and underaccomplished. <laughs> so I quit and mm-hmm. became, you know, and and did champagne and wine for a long time and then I was like, "Oh, but I really miss being an entertainer." So, mm-hmm. about two and a half years ago, I moved to LA, yeah. and um, and it's been a great road, and I've never been happier. Mm-hmm. You know, so I kind of know I c- I can really over relate. Over
1: fifty commercials in two and a half yeah,
0: years—that's yeah. that's
1: amazing, especially these days.
0: Oh, thanks. Like, I it's, mean,
1: it's so competitive out there. It's I, I do commercial acting too. Oh,
0: okay, so, yes, yeah, I know how okay. it is. Yeah, and that's now, amazing. Now the commercials aren't sexy. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, they but can I, be. It I'm depends sure. on the it commercial. Depends.
0: I have a couple that it I'm depends proud on of, the commercial. and then eighty percent where I, I'm hoping no one ever sees it. You yeah. know, but it's,
1: it's like a Viagra commercial. It could be sexy.
0: Could yeah, be. I guess it could be. Yeah, but commercials just are really cool. Not yeah. even on the Super Bowl. Like yeah. it's not even those commercials are cool. But, okay, yeah. but uh, so you're so these agencies in Seattle they mm-hmm. were just specializing in comedy for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Okay. And they would just and send you
1: out with a headliner. And it would give you an op. You'd make like a hundred bucks with room and board, and and you'd share a ride with a headliner. You know what I mean? Okay, I and, see. And so it wasn't for the money. Yeah. And, and to be honest, uh, it gave me a chance to just pick these headliners' brains, and yeah. I learned so much about the business. Oh yeah. Um, mostly, is, <laughs> mostly is, how hard it is. Yeah. Like, but like if you, wanted, you don't get discouraged after <sighs> hearing these, you know, sort of. Tainted, you know, headliners that have been doing it for fifteen oh years God. on the road. They really, you know, uh, make it then sound you, like then you really want it. Yeah, right?
0: yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. If if that's those not guys, guys try to, to
1: discourage you, they do. They do. They are like this. This isn't really that great, as and, people think.
0: And you're lucky if they yeah. shared information with yeah. you. I can't get a lot of comics to give me any info. They kind of yeah they kinda, like yeah like they, they keep it it's a little to weird. The yeah,
1: even at the big open mics, like at the or the Comedy Store, they the comics don't support each other. No. They don't want to laugh they like it's taking something <sighs> away from them or yeah. something if they laugh. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, not supportive and it's interesting because I, I just started tiptoeing in New York City, the comedy world in New York and can believe how much friendlier they are. In New York? In New York. I mean, the comics are like, yeah, this is the booker's information, this is his number, this is his email yeah. and I'll drive you there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, yeah. I swear yeah. to God. Yeah, I'll even
1: buy I, a couple tickets so you can comic, get stage time. I had a yeah. comic
0: drive me to a Venue that I met at one that's open incredible. mic and drove me to the next open mic. I mean that's how, so that's sad if like the,
1: the New Yorkers are nicer. Yeah, and that's New York. <laughs> you're supposed to be yeah, yeah
0: exactly. So <laughs> that's crazy. Um, but you're one of the good guys. You're you're you've been really kind to me. So thanks for that. You're I guess you're just from a, a different. Well, also you're an actor too. Like so so when you got to L.A. now you're taking the plunge. Now you're like full time comedy. Yeah. And, but, but are you kind of acting as well? How I'm did that... I'm doing
1: acting too. Um, honestly, like I still doing day jobs, you know, like yeah. selling cars for a while. Wow. Really? I was doing telemarketing for a while. So sales essentially. So, yeah. Sales. Cause yeah. that's, that's what I... Can, well, I, you're you friendly. Know, like you're, yeah. I can,
0: you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I can yeah, see.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, I can see where that would come. You know, you'd be pretty effortless in mm-hmm. doing sales.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So sales stuff. And, um... But then just a few years ago, I got an opportunity to just do like a night at the Comedy Store as mm-hmm. a, a, a producer. And I didn't know that I actually had a talent or gift in producing shows.
0: I'm impressed,
1: and they just uh, came to this you. This is like, for, well, they didn't just come to but me. But you like, were
0: you had been performing per, there. I've
1: been performing yeah. there and then got to know the, the managers. And I'm like, hey, let me try a night here in the mm-hmm. belly room. Yeah, And so this is about three and a half years ago. And um, we've been going strong ever since. You
0: sure are, and yeah. I mean that's a prime piece of real estate there that it you're managing,
1: now. Jimmy. It is. I kind of got in at the right time. Shit, where I, it wasn't wasn't like this. When I first moved to LA, it was like a ghost town some nights. At, really, at, at the comedy. You struggle.
0: have the hottest like, room at the hottest time at yeah. uh, at the hottest on the hottest night of the week. Yeah. 7.30, Friday yeah, night, yeah. in the belly
1: room. In the belly that's room. That's
0: the best room. Yeah, especially best room ne- in the nation. now, just
1: Chappelle filmed yeah. his Netflix special I there. I love that room. And I mean, right now, I, it's, like, kind of famous. People just it, yeah, stroll no, it's, in. It's in. Well, it's infamous. Yeah, 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 yeah it's infamous. Right? <laughs> what I
0: like about it, my favorite thing about that room is that I can look at the audience in the eye because it's not too bright. The yeah. lights
1: aren't too bright. And that's why Chappelle liked it.
0: Uh, really? Yeah. Oh, that that's makes me Chappelle, feel good. He,
1: he, it, because he uh, felt I like I a commonality his very, with Chappelle.
0: <laughs> okay. okay wow. Yeah he,
1: yeah he felt it was very intimate so he yeah. chose, he could have done it in any room uh-huh. in, in the world right? oh yeah oh yeah so, of course yeah he's got money so right. but he decided he wanted the belly room because it was so intimate and you, could see you can see people's eyes the people. and, and he was calling people out if you've seen yeah you know, the special like it, from, he was, yeah, yeah. It's, it,
0: it's like a comfort level from for the entertainer and I think mm-hmm. it's a comfort level for the audience yeah. when you have eye contact Right. It just kind of softens everything. Right. You know, even when you're being harsh or you're being, you know, yeah. like it's just, it's still like a soft blow. It's like a soft tease. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, it's incredible. And also, we do shows at the Hollywood Improv too.
0: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That, that's right. God. So, so, um, so you've been doing uh so you started producing at the belly room and then how did the improv come about is that the same shindig show Um,
1: yes the shindig show the improv started about a year and a half ago okay and um uh, they just saw our success at the comedy store we were actually at that time also selling out main room shows Mm -hmm. and it's not hard to do in la if you can can, you know attach people like Margaret Cho Bill Burr yeah we've had Aziz Ansari yeah I mean we've had you know the biggest names in comedy so it's not yeah. hard to fill the room if you can get names like that right of course and so we were filling up you know the the main room at the comedy store because that's a big room do.
0: just to preface for the listeners the main room if you don't have a big name mm-hmm. it's a hard room to fill yeah
1: it's, because three, it's big. yeah 360 capacity
0: okay yeah so uh, like you know especially like and depending on the night of
1: the week yeah I mean, louis you, ck okay uh, filmed his special there okay yeah his yeah. last special not the last one but the one before that
0: mm-hmm. yeah and that's also I. Um, I've only performed there a couple of times, but I can't. Yeah. I uh, I can't see the audience mm-hmm. and I can't hear.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. Like I I've, yeah. I mean I personally grand room. It's a yeah. grand, If
1: you can get I, them going in the main room though, it's yeah. incredible. Oh, I bet it's incredible. Bet. you feel like like you made it. You and know what and I mean? saying
0: that out loud, I can't hear that. Must have been I just wasn't funny because I couldn't hear anybody <laughs> laugh. <laughs> but yeah, you know what? No, in the like, main <laughs> room, I've never seen people
1: actually just start crushing it the first few times. Okay, you got to get used to that room. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a different I sort of, of feel and, and it's, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a big room. You know? And yeah, so it's no, deadly like you, if, if you if can't get them yeah, going. Yeah. But it's great if you can. Right. So, sti- you know, hang in there and, you know, maybe I'll book you for the next main oh, room thanks. one. And, um, but you just need to keep, keep going up in the main room. Yeah, get I think used that's that get, getting, yeah. yeah my I first couple times my, I did not do well in the main room. It's. And my first really, time there, it was one of my landmarks. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like to perform in the main room of the comedy store. I think
0: every comic yeah. wants to be in the main room. Yeah. And it's almost getting geographics. It's like the same analogy mm-hmm. you just gotta like just you know it's like when you're you know going to a, you know to a place and you want you don't want to look at your gps yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. that's that's what the main room is to me yeah. in, so, in some of these rooms so um yeah so you're in the the toughest places um you're yeah you know, i mean these are renowned world-renowned yeah. comedy venues so and you're producing and you You kill it, Jimmy. I'm not just saying that. I mean, you are like, I I love that you are, um, you have a very visceral way of telling a joke. Um, You're energetic. Mm. And that's interesting because, you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes comics use energy to make up for the fact that they're not funny, but you like have the energy mm. plus you have the punches <laughs> oh, thanks,
1: <laughs> and it's Sarah. just a riot. Yeah. It's Coming really, from you that means a lot. Oh my Seriously, God. Well, thanks. Jeez.
0: Oh, come on. I mean, I've, you know, you, I've, I'm here to learn from you. It's funny. I have this new joke about the podcast because originally I started this show, um, selfishly to like augment any kind of smidgen of a brand I may have. But instead of doing that, it's instead, it's just done nothing but enrich my life. Yeah. And it's from meeting people like you and yeah. people that, I mean, I've, you know, had some other comics on the show that I admire and yeah. I revere and artists that I revere. And I, I just, I learned so much just right now, in this such seat, a know?
1: great time to be doing standup. Is right? it
0: okay? Oh, I don't know. It, I don't know. This is the to, biggest, for me, it's hard. Well, <laughs> but
1: I mean, it? it's more competitive okay. cause there's more people at it, Uh huh. but, Almost every night of the week, all three rooms at the comedy store are sold out.
0: Almost every night of the week.
1: And and comedy's just booming. It's you know what I mean? It's like never before. When I first moved here, like I said, some nights of the week at the comedy store would be a ghost town. Yeah. You'd you'd be performing with twenty people in the main room some nights. In the main room, so, <laughs> that looks crazy. Yeah, stupid yeah. know. it's embarrassing when it's, yeah, when it's 300 not seats. Yeah, and there's only like twenty people. And then you, you have the like audience. that
0: dilapidated clap in yeah, the background, yeah, yeah, and you're yeah, not really yeah. sure if it's the clap. And you can, whenever you can hear the air conditioning unit, you know that you're <laughs> yeah. in trouble, or the yeah. ceiling
1: fan. Yeah, you know exactly. that's kind of like yeah. The, someone left the water on in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, Turn shit. that off. It's very wasteful.
0: Um, Has anything really super crazy happened? Like, have you had? Like, what's the craziest thing? At like, the comedy store? Yeah, like, have, have general, you had an unruly, or? like, an unruly heckle that got out of control and he fights? with um, you know?
1: Yeah, a couple times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a couple Tell times. Tell us about it. It's um, the juice. Um, especially in the belly room, people get really, I don't know if you know this, but, like, it's infamous for, for people fighting in there.
0: Oh, did I, you know that? No, I did not. Okay, yeah, the belly room. Flint, i didn't know I could start a fight. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it next Friday. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess
1: there's, legend has it, Tupac even had a fight oh, in oh, there. Oh, man, that's so fight, funny. But, you know, he had a fight everywhere, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, my God. But, that, but, that's a great, that's, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah, so, um, those,
1: so, you know, so there's hecklers, right? You know, you've mm-hmm. probably experienced them. Yeah, um, This one night, I this have. guy just wouldn't be quiet, and it was this black gentleman with a cowboy hat on. Uh-huh. And finally, you know, I go, dude, you, why don't you be quiet? The Blackadale Dundee, yeah. and then the whole room just like burnt, just like lo- was going crazy because it was spot on. Yeah, it was. It, he was the Black oh Crocodile my Dundee, God. and so you um, can just say that off the cuff. And so yeah, I, I don't know. I, that's what I no, saw right when I saw. No, you're work. very good at crowd work. <laughs> and so, but he didn't like it because you know he was the butt of the joke, and oh, he, of course you don't want to really go up against the guy with the mic. He's gonna win. Yeah, right. The so guy he,
0: with the mic w- will always mm-hmm. win. So he
1: was drunk. I wish all hecklers understood that yeah yeah and he and he yeah honestly like wanted to fight me for that and oh, i'm just man. like so you know of course all the bouncers came and grabbed him. and
0: okay you know, did you get scared um, at all or did the bouncers get there you know
1: in the nick of time did um you yeah it, 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 some adrenaline up close, came up you yeah. know but i knew that nothing was going to happen really because i'm not going to fight somebody for my job you know what yeah, i mean yeah and yeah because like, that's my job right like Yeah, Yeah. so I I knew exactly what to do, like you know, to get the bouncers to get them out. Um, um,
0: I have been in quite a on quite a few stages where I had the mace on me.
1: Really, those are the kind
0: of venues I book. (laughs) Okay. And yeah, then, I and like then the this was chicken. the year. Like, it, and then in 2018, I was like, okay, no more derelict bars. Where I'm scared. <laughs> um, I watched really? Them, Have you y- felt y- threatened? Y- as a, yeah. As a female, yeah, really? Like I, yes. Okay. It, you know, and I just some of it was my fault. I didn't do my research, and I was topical and just assumed mm-hmm. everyone was anti-Trump. Mm-hmm. And then you go to like the, out, the outskirts of LA and then mm-hmm. people did not like that. I was pro Hillary. It was like during the election, I made mm-hmm. some, some jokes and people oh, yeah, took people it the wrong get. way. And um, yeah, I like had to get escorted out with some bouncers to my car to make sure like I, yeah, I've, I've yeah, I definitely, you know, it's, 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 un, it can get uncomfortable, yeah. you know, and uh, uh, I, for, I always find that not always, it depends on the venue, But people think some audience members think that we welcome the heckle.
1: Mm, Yeah. Have
0: you ever experienced that? Yeah,
1: they think they're part of the show. Yeah. But but yeah, it's an annoying part of the show. Yeah, we're like,
0: no, no, just please, you know, you don't have the mic. I do. Let me
1: be, let me have control. How about from other comics? As a female comic (laughs) in LA, do you find um, that you're ever feeling unsafe? or cuz I know this is a hot topic right
0: yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, no. Um I've been pretty fortunate where I feel that the other comics would kind of jump in front, you mm. know. And um I have like a I feel like we are we're all pretty protective even though it's funny because we're assholes to one another, but we mm-hmm. would. But you can't put one of us down. Like mm-hmm. we're always there to get each other. Yeah, that's kind of my feeling. Mm-hmm. And um, so no, I've I've whenever I've had like a heckler, I've I noticed that there. Are I mean, from comics other comics, come, comics. Oh, from other In comics. LA, oh no. Like, have
1: you felt unsafe or any type of harassment? No, I mean, some
0: flirty. Like I, you know, I just I don't date comics, mm-hmm. and I let them know that right away. Yeah. And I'm like you know and I'm like no hard feelings you're great whatever I even, really I'm thinking they're a psychopath mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like yeah. hey no offense I, you know it's not you I just don't date comics because yeah. this needs to be my but safe that's what place. makes them want you more yeah man I don't know <laughs> yeah kidding. maybe I don't know but yeah they they like you know email me and they want to get together to write you know well, that's, yeah. that's right yeah, together let's it's like together oh right. shit yeah I wonder what that's, that's going to tell one. exactly but no nothing that I you know really can't handle but the one that thing that bothers me is like feeling that there's an assumption that I'm going to be less funny cause I'm a woman. Mm. And I had, I did have a couple comments after your show, um, that I was the funniest female comic of the night. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay, what that's such a backhanded misogynistic yeah. comment, it you really know, is. but I didn't even know what to say. It's yeah. like, I can't say thank you. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, I. Uh, and and so i just didn't say anything you know yeah. and then i and then they were there those same people were there the following the next time i performed and mm-hmm. i called them out in the mic and i said and i made a joke of it i said and it's because i'm <laughs> passive aggressive i'm from <laughs> michigan i like to wait until i have the microphone in a room full of people to call your shit out it was funny That's but yeah awesome. that just that gets on my nerves you know yeah. but because it's just like it's not that i don't think well what do you think about female comics what i mean like i don't want to put you on the spot but my feeling mm-hmm. is that we're just we try too hard when we get up there because there's so much more pressure to be funny because mm-hmm. everybody's telling us that we're not. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's just a whole new generation yeah of comics that are coming up right now including yeah. yourself that are women that are just as funny as men. Oh, thanks and man. And I think it, you know, it's just a uh, it's been it's just like a lot of jobs where it was typically men that yeah. got involved so you know it just takes a little while i think for, it's just taking a yeah, while it just takes a little while to catch up a little bit because there it just wasn't something that women did yeah you know but once they do they become you know better at it oh, right I and mean, they become just as good right and yeah. so and so yeah i see a, a whole generation that is equally funny as women or men and um and yeah, y'all are maybe going to pass us here in a uh, second. I, d- yeah, I don't so, know. But I think yeah.
0: definitely like equality is around the corner. And we have yeah. some powerhouses out there, you know, like yeah. Lori Kilmartin and, yeah. uh, and Jody Miller. And, yeah. you know, just like, oh, man, Erica Rhodes, I think is really interesting Erica and Rhodes funny. Is and great. I, oh, shit. But I love your show. And it really, thank you for having me on your show because it, it just like, t- you know, it, I'm proud to be, in the Jimmy Shin show. And for the listeners, if you're ever out in LA, you have to catch Jimmy's show. It's, yeah, it's uh, called so the Comi- shindig show. The shindig show. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Shin's
1: shindig show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a
0: uh, The Belly Room, 7.30, and then uh, Every Hollywood, Friday.
1: And then and this Sunday, at the uh, Hollywood Improv, 7.30.
0: Okay, now PM. is that uh, any particular nights uh, ongoing at the um, Improv? Typically or? we
1: do, right now we do one a month. Okay. At... Um, and uh, it usually lands on the second week. Okay, but it's been changing a little bit. But okay,
0: excellent. And but that's usually also on called, Sunday nights. And you also call the, Shindig, that the show. Shindig show. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that's so catchy. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: that's catching on. And then, yeah. um, and then you've been in some commercials, and you've been yeah any anything uh, acting projects going on or yeah, I was just
1: in the, in a movie called The Silencer. The Silence and it was the first monologue I've ever had in a movie really? within Fantastic. a serious role. Okay. And so I've done some funny stuff here and there, uh-huh. but in a serious role it's the first time I've had so many lines. <laughs> and you know, before I really didn't like acting because you know, you know how commercial acting is. It's you say their lines it's and not then you're very fulfilling, Yeah, yeah, it's not that artist. far. You know, it's yeah. not it's it's not they fulfilling. Feed the lines, you and got, you so I get thought stand I didn't really like X. acting yeah. that much, but after yeah. this experience, you know, having this monologue, I felt like suit you know and you know everyone like really liked it and the director was you know so complimentary and wants to use me in his next film and you know what i mean and so yeah. it, it was just really really gratifying you know that's and so, fantastic so yeah i got the silencer coming out in march
0: okay that's coming out uh-huh, in march. and
1: it's with um Actually, two of my heroes in the UFC, one of them was Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz. Oh,
0: very and, cool. And Danny
1: Trejo was also in the movie, Oh, my
0: too. God. So, and he's Jimmy, one of my this is huge. Well. Yeah,
1: it, it, was, it was pretty cool. Oh,
0: my God. Yeah, I got to you know, know those long guys, long. Like,
1: like, you know, got to meet some of my heroes. And it yeah. was cool. And
0: this is a dramatic role? This was
1: a dramatic role. That, isn't yeah. that ironic? Yeah. You know, I, I but mean, when you can do stand up, you know, yeah, like you can I do anything. It. Like you you yeah. got to be able to access, you know, all parts of uh, of your emotions when you're doing stand up and and I was able to, you know, to to pull that out oh, in a monologue. I can't wait to see. So. It.
0: I can't wait to see that. I bet you're a phenomenal dramatic actor as as are a lot of comics. Yeah. Um, the irony is I have yet to book a comedic role. That's oh, really? the irony. Yeah. Yeah. I do like Yeah, no a lot super, of
1: uh, Actually, uh, stand-ups end up being serious actors. Yeah, Look at uh, Robin Williams.
0: Yeah, you know yeah. his breakout
1: role was right. a, was um, in um, that that movie where he was uh, the teacher. Uh,
0: um. Oh, uh, Goodwill uh, Hunting. Good, yes. Goodwill Hunting. Yes.
1: He, that he was the therapist, I think, in that one. Mm-hmm. And then, and then he also did. Uh, the, uh, What's that other one with the kids in the school? Uh, he was oh, oh, so uh, good. Dead poet, society. Yeah, Dead poet society. Oh shit! Uh, could was, like, I forget that movie. Uh, that was one of my favorite movies.
0: Yeah, yeah. But
1: um, actually, that movie resonated with me. You know, that kid who committed suicide because yeah. his dad wanted him to, you know, not oh, be an actor. Yeah, yeah. Like that part. I, I mean, I, I cry every time in that part yeah. when when he didn't let him, you know, do his thing, and then he ended up doing. You Know you committing suicide over it, you know.
0: You did so everyone sad. such a service by making that change. It took a tremendous amount of courage, um, to go against your dad, whom sounds like yeah. really conventional, and there were a lot of pressure there. But you did your dad a service by doing, you know, because now you look, your dad is so proud of you, your mom, I'm sure, you know, your family. And you did yourself such a service and oh. you did us a service because you're really, you're f- great. You're funny and now you're gifting the world, yeah. you know, with yeah, your Yeah, I've comedy. had a lot of help,
1: I got to tell you. You know, I felt, feel like the universe sort of, you know, led me down the path because, you know, yeah. certainly, you know, I don't know what my best interests are. Because some of the worst things that happened to me ended up being the best things that happened to me. Yeah, you know, as long as I kept my head up and kept a positive attitude, right? Oh, I love that
0: ladder. What you just said, yeah, positive attitude. Yeah, and um, because it can get dark some days, yeah, uh, but that's not going to help. It's Not going to, you know. So, so
1: um, yeah, I feel like this is if there was one. Thing that to that I would suggest for new comics or anybody in the biz, really, it's a persistence game. Persistence, you know. If there's one word that would say, you know, what this, how do you succeed in this business, Mm -hmm. is its persistence. Okay, if you keep going you will get a break. Okay. And if you keep going, you'll find your miracles along the way. You know what I mean?
0: Well, you but know if, what? I'm glad that I have this on tape because what I'm going to do is I'm going to replay it over and over again. What you just said. <laughs> yeah, send, <laughs> Every uh, yeah, I'm going
1: to too, because uh, I need the <laughs> reminder as well. I'm going to play my own voice saying it to myself. Over
0: oh and over. man. So where can our listeners find you? Do you have a website or you, uh...
1: um, yeah. JimmyShindig.com.
0: Okay. And that's, um, also. Jimmy, uh, Shin S, h
1: i n dig yeah. dot com. and they can follow me on Instagram and Twitter okay. at I am Jimmy Shin
0: I am Jimmy Shin Instagram and Twitter mm-hmm. and uh and your show check out check out Jimmy's show the uh, Shin- every Friday seven thirty p.m.
1: Yep. comedy Shin- store belly room
0: okay excellent find
1: me and Sarah doing our thing yeah
0: doing our thing <laughs> you, you thank you for having me on your show um thank you for being on mine. Uh, Don't I have
1: you soon? Yeah, like you had me on the yeah. yeah, yep, you, you had me on that? the sixteenth. Sixteenth. Yeah, so come by see me play, and so, yeah. Sarah on the sixteenth. Well, is this this will, this will air
0: post that, but <laughs> okay. yeah, it still right. makes me sound cool that I'm All gonna be right. on your show soon. So thanks for that, <laughs> and Jimmy. Thanks for being on the show.
1: All right, thanks, Sarah, for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to Drinking During Business Hours. Please visit sarahjhalstead.com for information on my upcoming comedy shows. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Sarah J. Drinking During Business Hours is produced by Jason Sands. If you like the show, please rate us on iTunes or wherever you may listen to your podcast. Santé.